Hello and welcome to On Your Left, the politics podcast that's probably to your left. My name is Katrina Ames and I use she, them pronouns. I'm Narali Shath. I use she, her pronouns. It is so good to hear that intro again. Isn't it? Uh, I'd just like to apologize to our listeners. Uh, Due to secret reasons, the podcast was put on hiatus, but we're back now and everything is great. Is everything great? No, actually a lot of the world is still very bad. But my life personally has gotten better. <laughs> yeah, same. Um so sh- if you if you want to support us um so that we go on fewer hiatuses, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com/onyourleftpod. Um I think you should check out the Patreon page. I think think it's pride month i think you should support queer podcasts i just just give us your money oh my god yeah look you probably have felt really bad this year when like anti-trans legislation was popping up and by supporting your patreon you can support a trans person you probably felt bad when all of these hate crimes against asians were happening and by supporting our patreon you're supporting asians Please give us money. (laughs) Oh, seriously, though, give us money. Um, Let's move on to our news section um, with some COVID news, which isn't as, like, depressing as it's been in the past, which is cool. Yeah, I think this is the first, I think this is going to be the least depressing COVID news um, we are still in a pandemic, but, um, in our country, things are getting better. Um, and it looks like Vermont is lifting all of its remaining pandemic restrictions after becoming the first U.S. state to have given at least one shot to 80% of eligible residents, which is amazing. I think that includes children above 12, if I'm not mistaken. It does now. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. And look. Yes, Vermont is a very liberal, white, wealthy place, and their population is, like, around 600,000 people, which is significantly smaller than most cities I've lived in. (laughs) But still good for them. Yeah. Happy for Vermont. Um, It looks like New York State is headed in that direction, too, with 70% of the population having had one shot so i mean slowly but surely it's happening yep we're gonna get the whole world vaccinated guys we just need some yeah time. 80 vials at a time did you see that i did not i have no idea oh 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 um the biden administration is sending trinidad and tobago like 85 vials of the pfizer vaccine and the pfizer vaccine comes in packs of like 195 vials so they had to pull out okay okay i have i have a lot of feelings all of them are negative yeah um the good place in season two michael says humans only need two feelings anger and confusion i agree (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> You're feeling both of those right now. Okay, so Trinidad and Tobago deserve better. The U.S. is not doing a good job in this whole sharing vaccines so that the world can be good and we have an investment in public health that benefits all of us. Uh, but speaking of another Western country that's messing shit up right now, uh, England. England is now delaying its full reopening by a month due to a surge in cases. Some say they may have begun a partial reopening too soon. Some say maybe you want a button uh, that says, eat out to help out the slogan of the UK government, which is now available on the rally's Redbubble. <laughs> it has it has the pastel lesbian flag. It's the lesbian flag, but in pastel colors for, um, for subtlety. <laughs> yes, as we all know, brightly colored stripes are very subtle, but pastel colored ju- stripes, <laughs> that's where it's at. I just noticed that your nails are bisexual. Oh, they are. I should redo them with yeah. stripping, but thank you. They're fantastic. Um, well, as we've mentioned, our uh, beautiful buttons, my great nails. Uh, let's get on to our main topic, which is LGBT plus rights, because as we've mentioned before, it's Pride Month. And, you know, we're still here. We're still queer. We're still shaking under the weight of constant attacks from the right. Yeah, um, we've come a long way. We Last year, we did a whole two-episode special on the history of gay rights in America. We've come a long way. Oh, we have a long year. <laughs> it's been, things are not looking great. Um, according to the tracking and analysis from the Human Rights Campaign, 2021 is the worst year for anti-LGBT legislation in recent history because there's just so dang much of it. More than 250 anti-LGBTQ bills have been introduced in state legislatures across the country in 2021. And you know what? Additional bills could still be filed before the end of legislative sessions in some states. Y'all, there's a pandemic, and your state governments are focused on attacking people for their genders or sexualities, and uh, they do not have their priorities in order at all. No, no. Kim, there's people that are dying. Um, uh, Specifically, there has been legislation attacking trans children, which has been just absolutely horrific uh this includes sports bans because sports has gender (sighs) medical care bans which is horrifying and religious refusal bills remember when like we like the queers won against the cake lady and that was such a big deal like seven years ago that was such a good time There were a lot of really fun jokes about cake, and also a lot of cakes to be eaten. That was a delicious time in our history. Yeah. I miss when religious refusal was was a cake lady being like, I'm not going to serve, I'm not going to make your gay wedding cake. And us being like, you can't, you can't say that. (laughs) 
and now it's just um, legal to say that, and also legal to re refuse medical care based on uh, religion? I'm using air quotes just so everyone knows. Uh, because, first of all, if your religion is telling you to discriminate against people, seems, seems bad. Seems like you're in some dicey territory that is not based on the ideas of, like, love, truth, justice, kindness, bringing joy into the world. And, uh, but also, that probably means you're a shitty doctor. Yeah. I just... I just feel so bad. I, like, there's no... It just all sucks. There's no other way around it. Like, I'd, I just, I remember when it was, I think when we were in high school, it was like such a big deal when a girl would join the football team mm -hmm. of a school and like everyone would rally around her and cheer her on and like that would be a big thing. Um and like breaking through the gender barriers but if a if a trans kid if a trans boy wanted to join a football team that'd be too much that'd be too much <laughs> i just oh it's and yeah like i i i like can't even let myself think about the denial of medical care for too long because it's just horrifying yeah and it's always it's always been a problem specifically around like lots of trans health care but it's generally been a problem because doctors don't understand how to help trans patients not because they are outright refusing to see them because they hate trans people um luckily lots of communities have stepped up uh, either as other parts of the queer community rallying around to support uh, trans youth specifically or just allies who are like whoa 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 what the hell does a six year old playing soccer have to do with this uh cause yeah that's a lot of people don't like it when you attack children and also also just a reminder that the six year old trans kid playing soccer is not on any medication all, all that kid got was a haircut that probably changed their appearance and wears different clothes. That's all that's happening. Like, the actual medical stuff does not happen until much later in a kid's life. And that's usually puberty blockers and hormone blockers until they become adults and can medically transition. <laughs> like, ah. Uh. <laughs> a lot and uh i really believe our job as queer adults or just adults in general is to do everything we can to put people in our state legislatures that believe in trans rights and will treat children with dignity and respect and i feel like that's not too much to ask Yeah. If you if you live in a state where there is anti-trans legislation going around, um it's probably hit 
the news, you can probably look it up. If you search your state and trans rights, you'll probably find something. Um, And then call your state legislators, the people who are making those laws and voting on those laws, and tell them that you're against this kind of discrimination, because that's what it is. It's discrimination, and it's, it's codifying bigotry. Bills have been introduced in several states. They haven't passed everywhere, but the majority of states have at least one anti-trans piece of legislation that they have considered or that some members of the legislature are considering. So, um, moving on how to how you can act, I guess. First of all, uh, vote these people out. They're terrible. Please look up uh, when your next campaign is. Some people might vote for their state legislatures in 2021. Some of you will be voting in 2022. But all of you are going to vote at some point, and you're going to get good representatives in there. And until then, you are going to call your state legislators, and you are going to tell them that you believe that every child has the right to play sports Every child should be able to access medically necessary care and that anti-trans legislation is bullshit that harms all of us. Yep. Yep. Because also it just gives, it allows, I mean, we discussed this a lot in our last episode or the episode before that, but it allows invasions of privacy. It invites invasions of privacy, and if you simply, if you're a cis girl who simply appears slightly different, if you're like me and have genetics that um, give you a lot of body hair, which is typically a male trait, you know, it'll invite speculation and invite just trauma. And we don't, uh, we don't need that. So we give our no. children enough trauma in the educational system as it is. We don't need to add more. And for every second your state legislature is focusing on denying LGBT people their rights, that is a moment where they are not focusing on providing you better health care, getting you better infrastructure, expanding broadband capabilities, getting you vaccines. Like... They have jobs to do. Yeah. And instead they're wasting their time discriminating against children. Um, Another thing you can do to help is yell at your senator to finally pass the Equality Act. I'm just exhausted by the Senate at this point, but like we got it. We got to get this into law. I believe our very first episode of this podcast was about three years ago. And the way that you could act was asking your senators to pass the Equality Act. And then last year, we came to you again and asked told you to ask your senators to pass the Equality Act. And here we are in 2021, asking you to call your senators and tell them to pass the Equality Act. Y'all, they gotta do it eventually. I'm getting real tired. Yeah. 
if every single Democrat votes to pass the Equality Act, like, it can get done, you know? It can. It's, it's going to be hard. We're probably going to need either to end the filibuster or get ten Republicans on our side. Yeah. But I'm willing to lose the filibuster if that's what it takes. Oh, I, I've i been willing to lose the filibuster over so many things. There's so many point. things. There are so many things we could have, but instead we have a filibuster. Uh, um, other cool things you could do to like help LGBT people this pride is to educate the people around you. Maybe like send them this cool podcast called On Your Left. Maybe specifically the episodes on uh, the history of the LGBT movement that we did last year. Or like give them a book. Or just talk to them about your life. Because you can't. Yeah, like have conversations. Like it's not easy. I know it's not easy, but like it's important to have conversations around current events and explain your point of view. And if people are willing to listen, that's a mind changed and a voter's mind changed, most likely. And it's important. Yeah, I don't know what else to say other than, like, edu- like talking about the things you care about to people who you who care about you will make them care about those things. So. And that's always nice. Um, the last thing you could do is to continue to support your local queer podcast, which is us. Yeah. Also, like... A lot of people, there are a lot of amazing, there's amazing queer content creators who are not getting the credit there, that they're due, and you should support them in any way you can, if that's giving them views on their channels, or giving them downloads on their podcasts, whatever you can do, just support, support the community, because we people deserve it. <laughs> and our yeah we're still a discriminated class especially the people of color in the queer community are a discriminated class especially the trans people in the queer community are a discriminated ca- class and are often working harder than anyone else to do half as well yeah um moving on to some good news uh Nirali, do you know where we could find some of these Weird content creators like is there a list or an award series perhaps yeah so um just like last year and the year before i am doing gay awards time over on my twitter at firewood sparkler every evening i give an award to someone who is cool and queer and just expressing my gratitude that they exist also if you want to nominate someone and give them a shout out um and talk about how awesome and queer they are, you can DM me on Twitter and tell me because <laughs> it's really fun. It's 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 just a nice, fun thing to do, um, especially if people aren't able to be loud about their queerness in their real life. I mean, Pride is a celebration online, too, and it makes me very happy that it is. Yeah, I love how the internet is a space where we can gather safely and hang out, and celebrate each other. Plus, every month, every year, 
uh, when you do the Gay Awards time, I always find out about cool new people, and that's great. And also every year, I schedule a tweet in May to remind you to prepare, and that's a great help. It is. It really is. <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. Um, it's a fun time. Uh, my piece of good news is that the Senate did something. <gasps> I know, I was surprised too. But the Senate has just unanimously passed a legislation establishing Juneteenth as a national holiday. Does this mean we'll get days off of work next year? Does this mean they'll be paid? Does it mean we'll get paid time and a half if we do have to work? Probably not. Mm-mm. But it's still cool. <laughs> it would be really cool if we could move towards that especially because june isn't a month with a a holiday day off um it would be really nice to have that just selfishly but also it's amazing that this holiday that's been celebrated by black americans for so so long is finally being recognized and it's good i just I think people people of color are a part of this country and our celebrations matter, especially when we are celebrating the time that white people stop doing that to us. <laughs> yeah. And it's 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 just so always so interesting to discuss Juneteenth as a celebration because it's a celebration of the failure to let people know that they were free. Um, a time. Uh, yeah. It's it's a celebration that the last slave was finally freed, but also it's just like, come on, America. Yeah, I'm like, definitely suspicious of the people of Texas who didn't tell them that they were free. That was a weird choice. That was a weird illegal choice to make. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> But now right. it's a holiday. Yeah. Okay, so should we move on to our mango fact of the day? Oh, absolutely. What is our mango fact, Narali? Um, so the world record for the heaviest mango was broken in Colombia with a mango that weighed 4.25 kilograms, which for us Americans is 9.36 pounds. That's a, that's a, that's a lot of pounds for a mango. Um, and it was certified as an official Guinness World Record title, which is amazing. That's a thick mango. It's great. I'm very happy yeah. that uh, this mango was grown and the family that grew it uh, after it was verified as a world record ate it together. And that's nice. I hope it was delicious. Thank you so much for listening to our new, shorter podcast of On Your Left. If you want to hang out with me throughout the week, you can follow me on Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitch at Katrina Ames. Where can we find you, Nerali? You can find me at Firewood Sparkler on all of the aforementioned places. Um, I'm not really streaming on Twitch right now, but hopefully soon again. We'll see. 
Uh, I am posting every single day on YouTube for the month of June, so um, follow me there, please. <laughs> you can also find us on Patreon, once again, at patreon.com slash onyourleftpod, or if you want to support us and read cool books, we have a bookshop page at bookshop.org slash shop slash onyourleftpod, um, where we have a new uh, and updated 2021 Pride book list for you to read. Bunch of great recommendations for books to read for Pride. Very exciting. Um, This has been the On Your Left pod all about LGBT plus rights in 2021. Thanks so much for listening and you'll hear from us again soon.